I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next Breakout Rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Car Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Today, we have a ton to get into. Jay says we have seven for play of the week, so it's going to be a long one. He says it's there's some there's some big plays in there, but we have a lot to talk about with the NFL. I know people are dying to hear from Tyler about his Ryan Tannehill take. Lou's going to tell us about the Georgia Bulldogs, and I may mention a few quarterback performances from the past few days in the NFL. So we will get into all of that here very shortly, but we'll first we'll start with the usual. We'll start with what's on your mind. Ty, you look focused, you look ready, so we'll start with you with what's on your mind. Uh the Jets, Garrett Wilson matters and he did this thing which I was confused about. Um but he buried all of his former fans from Ohio, which was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. Loser fans. Um the Premier League's in this like weird place because now we're on international break and multiple games got postponed because of Her Majesty the Queen passing. So like I don't know, it's just a weird time for footy. International break, then it's like two three weeks since World Cup. Um, Neymar's on my mind. Neymar's on my mind with the World Cup. When does that start? Other than that, football is just getting interesting. It starts right pretty much at Thanksgiving. Is the US's before. is the USA's first game England on that Friday? That starts the World Cup. That doesn't start the World Cup. That yeah, for starts, us. Yeah. For us. What a wild first game. It is. No, I lied. Our first game is Wales on November twenty hmm. first. Wales is its own team. <laughs> Wales. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Wales. I, I swear, I thought Wales was part of England. Nope, just Gareth Bale. Little, I think he's going to be coming at us. Um, that's what's on my mind. Lou, what's on your mind? Got another workout in this morning, Rye. I see you. Do we, do we make our, our tea time for golf yet? No, we'll do today. On the list, for sure. All right. Uh, Jets, Astros clinched the AL West last night. So I know no one cares about baseball but me, but like AL runs through Houston as always. Um, and then I also want to bring up Disney Lorcana. I think we can talk about it a little bit maybe later in the episode, but Disney Lorcana is Disney's TCG. Uh, I saw the announcement last weekend. I want to say it was Jay. You'll tell me if I'm wrong there. Um, there is D23, which is like their yearly convention where they talk about all their new products, uh, new movies, new TV shows, basically everything they have coming up for the next year is where they talk about it at D23. Um, a Disney TCG is just something that makes a lot of sense to me. It's something that they'll be pushing in their parks, on their shows. Um, there's a lot of young kids who watch a lot of Disney products on a day-to-day basis. So uh, when I saw those cards, it made a lot of sense. They're also pretty sick. Like the art on the cards are really, really strong. Um, it's coming. It'll be out to the public. I think it's next fall here. I'm just doing an ad for Disney Lorcana. But um, they did a promo set there that was available. I think it was like 50 bucks for six cards. It was Corella DeVille and a couple other villains, I think. Um, they sell like 1700 right now? Yes, that's what I was getting to. 50 bucks for the set at the place. The full sets are selling on eBay for like 1700 bucks. There was also a Disney, uh, a Disney. There was a Mickey Mouse 
chrome card that was pretty sweet so all those cards are chrome right jay no they're all chrome but the mickey is not chrome the mickey is, the mickey is not chrome. chrome. everybody everybody that went apparently to d3 got a mickey mouse um yes. or they gave out a lot of mickey mouses these sets were super limited and they are chrome the actual cards are not going to be chrome when they're produced um you know but the and so these are going to be the only chrome ones they ever make apparently but the cruella de Vil one is so sweet look at that yeah super sick um I, I was just i just wanted to bring it up i just thought it was pretty cool as like a new thing in cards that's happening disney's not going anywhere in the in the card world for sure um but but not being numbered this seems like something that like has initial hype early but like disney is not going to make like 50 of these sets do you think charizard's numbered it has that it, first edition logo right there on it yeah it does so maybe those ones will be different, but like the next sets, the like ones that's available in the Disney stores at every theme park in Disney, that's going to likely be one that's not super hard to get. No? They're definitely going to mass produce them. That's for a hundred percent. They'll be easy to come, come by. Um, but I do think the early days of these cards are very, very interesting. And like having a first edition Mickey Mouse from Lorcana, if Lorcana becomes a thing, the Chrome ones will be the one that you want. I think that's a hundred percent true. The Chrome ones will be big. I can get behind always. that. Um, and then I just think Mickey Mouse, early Lorcana is very interesting yeah. to me. Yeah, Disney definitely has a following, right? I purchased a – it's different, right? But, like, I know what, like, finding a Walt Disney cut has been like and seeing the uh, the Disney following is out of this the world. The Disney heads it's are huge. Wild. They not, love not, not for me, but it's uh, it's it's wild. Um, What's on my mind? A lot. Did, had Ronnie Hickman in shop yesterday. Yep. Good old yeah. Rocket. New Jersey native. Did New, you know, do we know where? South Orange. Mm, let's go. Yeah. All-American lacrosse player and top 150 recruit. Um, so it was uh, it was cool. It was very, uh, very neat. He was super nice. But I look back on that and I'm like, man, I wish NIL would have been around a while because it was uh, it was cool to, you know, create some content, did a little like video ripping some boxes. Um, yeah, just neat experience. So that was really cool. Um, but I think that when I was thinking about the show earlier, I think the thing on my mind right now is just the NFL. This is the most I've been intrigued about the NFL. Me too. In a minute, like every regular season game. And I know we're going to get, this will be like a segue right into what we're going to talk about because the NFL is going to be a, a big piece of this, but like the Jets, get the ball with a minute and 55 back a minute 55 left. If Nick Chubb doesn't score, if he goes down after the first down, the game is over. They the Jets score. No, 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 no. There's always an excuse why the Jets can't just have a comeback win. That's awesome. I'm, I'm only talking about probability here, Lou. So let's, let's, let's pump the old brakes, right? No, I, you, brakes. you tweeted that you were, I, I wasn't taking a shot at you. You tweeted it was all positivity this time. So it I just, is all positivity. Mm, that was a less, less positive than more positive. I didn't say anything bad. <laughs> But I mean the Jets, 155, right? No timeouts, come back and win. The what were the Raiders up? 20 points, largest blown comeback and or largest blown lead in Raiders history. The Dolphins, of course. Um what was it, 21 points for the Dolphins? Mm-hmm. Like there's there's good games. There's a lot of good football on right now. Maybe not if you're like a Bengals or a Colts fan or some of these yeah, other teams. Ryan Johnson, some- you're having a tough time. <laughs> There, there's some teams definitely struggling right now, but yeah, football's good. Football's fun. It's I'm, I'm definitely interested in the regular season. That's what makes football just so much more fun is there's so like, it's just one game, 
per week. It's 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 a blast. I, I love the NFL. It's it's good this year. I'm excited. So. Yeah, there's also a new episode of Serial out today. I don't know if you guys are listening to Serial, but oh, they brought they did a quick episode. Yeah, is it the podcast? Yeah. Well, it was the news. guy got the guy got out. Yeah, after like 23 years, I have not seen it. I just saw the headline on Twitter. Yeah, big deal. But uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I think we should start with some QB takes. Right, 16 there's... minutes. Oh my god! Sorry. You want you care to give some color on 16? The episode is only 16 minutes long. It's like I could use an update. Like it's been you know That's however many years. I had to get it out the door quick. Yeah, I guess. Go ahead. All right. No, you're good. 16 uh, QB takes. Had some big weekends and some bad weekends for some players. First and foremost, Jalen Hurts continues to dominate. Yep. Um, the Eagles look like one of the best teams in the NFC. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, Eagles. Jalen Hurts put on like a solid amount of muscle and he looks like a beast. And he's throwing dimes. Yep. Yeah. Throws the ball well. Uh, Josh Allen and the Bills are the best team in the NFL right now. They're good. They're top to bottom. I mean, they didn't even have Gabe Davis. I mean, Stephon Diggs just dominated. Josh Allen looks amazing. Their defense is great. I hate the Bills. I'm a Patriots fan, but man, the Bills, the Bills are good. I love how Luke. The Bills I mean, are very good. Bills are good. Um, Giants are 2-0 and for the first time since that boat pick. Saw Unbelievable. That, saw, that, saw that on Twitter. Mike Kafka, man, just out there leading the Giants just to wins. Ws. I was going to say, it's Kafka and, and Dable just really leading the way for just the Giants. getting it done. Shout out to Mike, man. Can't wait to have him on here as an NFL head coach. The guy. Car, talk, car, talk, car talk native. I mean, just dominant. Um, yeah, and then there's the Dolphins, right? Like Tua, the Dolphins. I mean, Tua is first in the NFL. He's tied for first in past TDs. Uh, he's first he in the league. Six, to be fair, but like. yeah, I mean, he's first in first in the league in yards. Um, yeah, Tua has had a great start to the season. Not gonna make any rash decisions based on two weeks into the NFL season. Um, Can I we might do it do- this way? Can we do it this way just to save time? Who is the quarterback you're most excited about coming out of week two, and the quarterback you're least excited coming out of coming out of week two? Most excited, Josh Allen for sure. It's like. It's yeah, him. or maybe not least excited. Like, who's worrying you the most is probably a better question. Um, that's a good question. I think you can go through like literally every single game and talk about it. So, like for me, I want to say like most excited about. I would never say Josh Allen, but that's probably like the safe answer. Yeah. At least like the most worried about is probably a combination of like Kyler, and I still can't figure out Mac Jones because I think I think he stinks. Then he like goes out and has a really solid game against the Steelers. So that's uh, yeah. And then Herbert threw a touchdown pass with a broken rib. Like it's is he out? No, I think he's Herbert? playing this week. Most excited about Zach Wilson. Least excited about Joe Burrow. That's a good take. <laughs> Zach Wilson got weapons. Man's got weapons when he comes wide receiver one. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm most excited. Josh Allen, just that team is so good. Jalen Hurts has definitely been the biggest surprise for me so far. Like, I was not very big on Tua and Jalen Hurts at the end of last year, and I was very open about that. And I've, for the last few weeks, I've been open that I'm going to end up being wrong on Jalen Hurts, and that has definitely proven itself early on. But again, just not making these decisions two weeks in. The season is long. They don't, they play 17 games for or six, what, 17 weeks? Mm-hmm. 17 games? 17 games, 18 weeks. Yeah, 18 weeks, 17. They play 17 games for a reason. Like, 
I'm going to push the two it takes back. Like, let's talk towards the end of the year. I'm I'm sure it'll be brought up. He's had a great start to the year. The Dolphins are good. They have weapons. Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill is no uh, that that is not a combination to sleep on. They are very very fast, but there's there's a lot of football left. Um, and it's cons- also. It's also like it's incredible how week to week the NFL is. Where so true. Like one, Kirk Cousins. That's exactly what I was going to say. Week like, one, they light the Packers up. They were up and down the field. No problems. Justin Jefferson had like 150 yards receiving, like no big deal. They come in Monday Night Football. The lights come on. They're a completely different team. They're also playing yeah. a much better team in the Eagles, I think, than the Packers. But it's just interesting how week to week the NFL is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Ryan now it's really hard to make. Like you're saying, it's really hard to make big decisions on cards this early in the season. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill. I'm still optimistic that Malik Willis is going to take that job at some point. Ryan Tannehill is terrible. He stinks. He is not good at football. Uh, no is the answer for Ty, for for Ryan Tannehill. I'm sorry, Ty. I'm sorry, Ty. Not, not brother. Not. They played the best team in football last night. Malik Willis can't do a three step drop and complete a pass. That's true. They're not going to play him. Like, I like. I, I I appreciate where it went. The game. They the Bills benched Josh Allen for the first play in the fourth quarter. Like the game was out of hand. They didn't go to Malik Willis for a spark or hope. They That's went because there was no very reason. true. And then very what did true. he do? All the, the whole time he dropped back. It's he ran funny. like a high school quarterback. And then when he tried to throw the ball, he couldn't. In a weird way, it kind of speaks to how protected Tannehill is. They kind of just threw Willis to the wolves a little bit. <laughs> he looked yeah. like a high school athlete, meaning, oh, my goodness, I'm just going to run. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things I do kind of like a shifting gears a little bit is – I know we talked a little bit about this in our group chat this weekend, but the impact that something like Trey Lance's injury – has on the card market and the long-term effects of that because I talked about it in the chat a little bit, but Trey Lance was probably the second most hyped quarterback in a big QB class, right? Trevor Lawrence is probably the number one. I would say Trey Lance ended up overtaking Mac Jones in the offseason. Mac is probably three fields in Wilson, four or five, however you want to do that. Davis Mills is probably in that conversation too. But Trey Lance getting injured and out for the year has a has serious consequences on his card prices. Trey Lance stuff likely will not be hot again, have any steam on it till training camp. You know, no, it'll be right. We know how this goes. But when are you? Oh, so when are you going to see hype? Any Post draft? Oh, okay. That's right around like training camp. That's like June. April. June. It's good. It, it, okay, fine. Uh, either way, regardless, that's eight months away. Yeah. Trey Lance has national treasures nine five ten patch auto sell for fifty seven thousand dollars at auction. I think it sold on Golden fifty seven grand. That car's not going to sell for fifty seven grand for a long time, if ever again. Yep. Ryan, who's the most in demand quarterback in the shop? I mean the the names you guys see, right? The Tua, Josh Allen, the Jalen Hurts, the Mahomes, Herbert, the, the winners. Like Mahomes, we should just be based on him being like the fifth name that you say. I just feel like his stuff's just so much more expensive than everybody else. He's already won a title and looks good every year. I'm just curious. Like, I, I want to get into this conversation though. This is important for people to understand that there's uh-huh. like 
what does Trey Lance getting hurt do for cards? Like, I think there's substantial losses at, you know, at scale here. This is, I talked about it last week. He made a joke about it, but like high risk investments, like Trey, you know, Trey Lance contenders, 700, 800, seven, I mean, 700 bucks. Like I had a prism green auto at a 99. I had an offer of 2,100 on before the season might sell for a thousand bucks. Again, it's on one card. It's not substantial, but at scale, that's, that's a major loss of value for anything. Trey Lance. I think I don't remember what the timeline was like. Maybe you would know better. Was Burroughs NTs out when he tore the ACL? I don't remember. I don't yeah. remember either. But I think it's just another version of that, right? Where like the hype train on Trey and we lost high for a second. The hype train on Trey had gone so bananas for especially in like the fantasy NFL world for so long, for like three or four months, it felt like. And it seemed like the Niners were clearly heading in that direction that when he got hurt, it's kind of just like an inevitable thing here. Like he was high risk to begin with. I think a lot of people thought he probably wasn't along for that job to begin with. So I don't know. I think anyone who was buying Trey Lance at that vault at that price point was clearly aware of what they were doing. Right. Like if he wasn't such a risk, he probably would have been more expensive. So yeah. Um, unfortunately, you have to take that L and eat it. And hopefully next summer we'll be back. You're back. Now? Yeah. I think some of the, the, the point though, like, a lot of people have compared him to Burrow. Burrow didn't also have a QB like Jimmy G behind him. Like he had Ryan, Ryan Finley and like the Niners Super Bowl odds went up when Trey Lance got out for the year. They went up. Mm-hmm. They went from 25 to one to 20 to one with Jimmy G. Like if Jimmy G takes the Niners back to, I mean, to the Super Bowl NFC title, do you think the Niners are going to let Trey? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't just don't know if there's a guarantee Trey Lance is going to come back and be the starter next year. It's, I don't know. It's, I, Ty, like you said, you play with fire, sometimes you get burned. Like, yeah, it's a baffling situation. Sorry about that, by the way. My computer just crashed. I have no clue what happened. Um, and don't have the audio for the first portion of the episode. It makes no sense to me. I don't really get it. But when you play with fire, you're going to get burned. And Trey Lance was more risky than investing in Ethereum or Bitcoin. Easily, I would say. Like, and that wasn't even with him getting injured. I just, uh, there's nothing there. Yeah, that's why I'm just like, Every, again, I I heard it in my mentions all weekend. I've been one of the biggest critics of Tua. I do not think Tua is good. I, I I'm not. Neither gonna, do I. Ride, I'll ride with you on that. I don't I'm think not going to change. That I don't think pick. he thinks he's that good. Well, now, I, what I'll <laughs> say though is all day, every day, every Sunday, every Saturday, every Thursday, every Monday. I lost my last three bets of the NFL. I'm so upset. I was on both teams with the points last night, by the way, and they both got that house <laughs> jumped. Um, People what about what about Tyler Conklin crazy. over two and a half, Ty? Tyler Conklin over two and a half. What about late Michael Carter over two, over twenty <laughs> yards receiving? Ty and I had a Snug great time. Back on, on, uh, on uh, props yeah. yesterday or Sunday. Uh, um, but people are gambling left, right, and center. And yeah, Trey I, I Lance think, and a lot of these quarterbacks are nothing more than than gambling. I think the thing. Uh, that is the most surprising to me is how volatile they are in such a short period of time. Joe Burrow does not look great to start the season. They've lost to Cooper Rush in the Dallas Cowboys. Parsons is a beast, side note. And then they lost to the Steelers and Mitch Trubisky, right? 
like substantial losses in such a short period of time. Like again, Trey Lance is going to lose 50% of his market minimum in 24 hours post entry, 48 hours. That's why like when Tua, Tua is hot now. I have some, I have a Tua contenders PSA 10. I have a Tua red shimmer first off the line auto. I have a Tua Ruby wave PSA 10 auto that has not been paid for twice. Both the first times it got canceled. They didn't buy it. Right. Shout out to them for that. Listen that a third time to a origins PSA 10. I'm just like, sell it. There's no reason to not cash in on the hysteria now, because if Tua comes out next week and throws three picks, Kirk Cousins style on Monday night football, I don't know when Tua plays. It might not be Monday night football, but if Tua has a bad game, people are like, Oh yeah, this is the Tua we expected. He stinks. Where's the Tua love now? Like it's just so quick. It's everything is such a week by week basis. And I think that's dangerous in some of these assets like that are so high risk, like Trey Lance, Herbert, Burrow. Burrow went to the Super Bowl, and his stuff has just been not going well, the right they, like, they snuck into the Super Bowl. But they if went you to remember the Super Bowl. It, they they right. did go. They definitely went. They definitely had a great run. If you remember how it all went down, they were kind of sneaking in right at the end there and beat the yeah. Raiders and got on a hot run. So, like, this isn't stunning. Are you stunned by the fact that they're 0-2? I'm not. I might have said last week that he – Reminded might have a Joe Flacco type career, and it might have gotten late early. <laughs> it might. I, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> How is that ridiculous? But what you say on a week to week basis is not ridiculous. They're zero two, and they're going to be zero three. They're going to lose to the Jets. I'm telling you. No way. No chance. Okay. No chance. His first two games, he's gotten sacked like combined fifteen times already. No they can't no win. Chance. They're not going to be able you to win. You haven't been that watching way. the game. You haven't been watching the games. You think they can beat? If they, you think they shouldn't be zero two? You. Th- uh, that's not the point. Uh, I think be, they can beat. I think the Jets can beat them this week, and I truly believe that. Jets, Jets, We're the, Jets looked okay in the, in the Browns. Pass rush. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's the Jets. We might find a way to blow it, but I'm it's a road t- game in the NFL. And if we can come up with a sneaky pass rush, maybe for once, somehow find a way get to the QB. See, yep. I can get behind your point about Mac Jones. Like, I'm not a Mac believer. I've been very open about that. Like, Burrow's just – Burrow's more t- – There's you have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, when he plays or doesn't play, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, Hayner. Like, that's more – like, Mac Jones just owned a freaking Devontae Parker disagree. and Jacoby Myers. Like, I don't I'm disagree. just not going to, like, write off the Bengals right now because they either. lost two games. Like, the Bengals – Do I think the Bengals are going to go to the playoffs at this point? Yes, I think the Bengals are good. There's talent on that mm. team. Am I? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm more optimistic about the Jets season than the Patriots. Should Patriots, we put a bet good. on? Should we put a bet on whether the Bengals make the playoffs? Yeah, I think the Bengals will go to the playoffs. I wonder what the line is on that because I'd put a wager on that. If Micah Parsons also, I think Micah Parsons is on. He's definitely on pace, but I think he breaks the single season sack record this you year. You think he's going to do it? Wow. Yeah. Lou had a fire alarm in the middle of car talk. That's never happened before. I mean, once you, you said the Bengals were going to make the playoffs, set off the alarm. Yeah, that's call. That's definitely a bad omen. That's that's reason for concern there. At what? That's a hot uh, take. Alert. At what point do you? Oh no! Oh, that was okay. Uh, at what point do you start thinking about basketball here? I think the time for basketball is now. Like, there's just again, I'm. The football market, the volatility in so quick, like 
you're going to see the basketball run up happen just like it did with football. You're going to see Anthony Edwards get hot, LaMelo get hot, Jalen Green, Kate. Everybody's going to have a big season. Everybody's going to have a big season. There's just so much hype built in before it happens. It it just makes more sense financially to just buy them, sell everything before the season and then buy during the offseason and sell it before the season. That's That seems like the safer financial play than riding with $5,000, $10,000 and Trey Lance, Justin Herb, any of these guys. Again, one guy plays for the Super Bowl, and when they lose and they don't look good, it's just like, well, Joe Burrow is 0-2. Time to sell everything. He's terrible. He's, he's get, It's getting late quick. Like, I mean, it comes off an ACL t- injury, goes to the Super Bowl, and it's like, hey, two, they start 0-2, and we're like, hmm. Maybe, I mean, maybe the panic meter, meter's here or here or here. Just like it's so reactionary, so quick. That is what, like, I think it's the most concerning about cards. Like, how quickly it goes from zero to 100 and 100 to zero. It just, it's going to get quicker with eBay, yeah, ball, just the narrative WCC ball, with all of it. It's gonna only. I just think get. then your 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 selling times have to get quicker and quicker. There's there's not enough incentive to hold out long term. Joe Burrow went to the Super Bowl, loses the first two games, and his cards are down thirty percent. So why hold it all? Matt well, Stafford wins a Super patient. Bowl. Patient for what? What's the outcome? Matt Stafford wins a Super Bowl, and you can buy his best RPA from Exquisite for less than two thousand dollars. I think we're getting to a very interesting conversation here. That so why why are we buying? Why are we buying Joe Burrow National Treasures for fifty grand? Matt Stafford won the Super it's Bowl. It's a great question, Ryan. He he won the Super Bowl. It's less than two thousand dollars. Yep, doesn't make sense financially. There's there's not the upside. You could buy Peyton Manning one on one autos for three grand. Yep. Uh, it's so it's mind blowing. Like I love cards and I'm like, Hey, cool. Like I love the prospecting, but 25,000, 50, $57,000 for Trey Lance. I just cannot understand it. I can't get behind. It makes no sense to me. I'm a hundred percent with you, Ryan. I think that there will be a nice lesson to be learned in this football season. And I apologize for the fire alarm. I don't know what happened there. Uh, and I have to tell you that I did stop my recording, but I started a new recording. So it'll be two recordings for me this episode. Um, Look, I think that people got money and people like to gamble with money. And it's definitely a gamble. If you walked into an Atlantic City casino or if you want to go to Vegas and spend a weekend in Vegas and see people throw money around, all of a sudden 45 ex- grand on a Trey yeah. Lance card nothing. doesn't nothing. get that ridiculous. Yep. You got high-end people just like, hey – I get it. We talk about it all the time. Like we just don't understand how many millionaires and billionaires are out there just saying, Hey, I'll just spend a hundred thousand dollars on my homes. I'll spend a hundred thousand. And if it goes to 10, it's a tax write off. Yeah. 1.8 million for Herbert. Shout out to shine for that incredible sale. Like big card. It's like, yeah, like you said, it's just a different world. I'm just not, again, we're not, we're not in that world buying hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars. I do want to buy this giddy gold shimmer first off the line of 10 though. Wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jay makes a good point here. And I, I want to get into play of the week. I only, only have 20 minutes left. The Alcaraz golden auction that PSA 15 K like, there's no way I'm holding Carlos Alcaraz if the car is going to sell for 15, 15, No chance. Wait, just, what's the car that's at the I think, for 15? It's, it's the patch I, auto, I'm pretty I sure. I think the point is just the odds of being right. Like, I would rather sell every NFL quarterback and miss on one or two than yeah. hold all of them and miss on nine. Yeah. Like, because Jalen, like, 
Tua, Joe Burrow, Mahomes, Allen. That's just a couple of the AFC quarterbacks. Those guys aren't all going to the Super Bowl. They're not all going to the AFC title. Mm-hmm. What happens when Tua doesn't go to the playoffs? What happens when Lamar Jackson loses in the first round? What happens when Josh Allen, like Mahomes? Well, look, only one loses. person can win it every year. Exactly. Like, so what's the upside? Gambling. You're 100% right. There's something to be said for the, uh, like, there's no there's no validation to hold beyond like micro moments. Like the micro wins is when you move on because you're going to have a better chance to make money in the micro wins. If you're in this for money making, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers? Not interested. Not interested really. Wow. Yeah. Cause you think he's a stinker and he loses every big game that he plays in. I just, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen that guy win a big game in like 10 years. I mean, he is a guy that generally, and people hate him. People hate he's him. Smooth on the field. I agree. I think he's yeah, really. He's south, I think dude. he's kind of funny, to be honest. But like, it's from a card perspective. I don't think the Packers are winning the Super Bowl. That's for sure. Yeah, there's. You know who is up right now, and we've talked a lot about it on there. You know who's up right now? That just in terms of like, you said Rogers is not liked. You know who is liked that we we've talked about before on the show briefly. Who? McAfee. Mm. He's so well liked. Dude just crushes. Social it, crushes it. You're saying his cards are up? No, I have. I don't look at his and cards. His I own some one on ones. I have yeah. own one on one McAfee's. I'm his very life like, is up. Yeah, yeah but he, just left. him, him as a personality, him as a person. Like, yeah, yeah what's his hashtag? Like hashtag dumbest life ever or something. Like that's true. He has the stupidest life yeah, of all time. It's, it's awesome. It's crazy, and he's definitely very well liked. How do we feel about Micah Parsons as in the MVP race? No, but Micah Parsons is good. The Cowboys aren't going to win anything. So, uh, you know who has had a good start to the year? And I hate to say it because it pains me. All right, play of the week. Hutchinson. Yeah, he's really awesome. He's a big sports client, though. So. That's pretty good. We're doing the, we're doing the, we're getting yelled at by Jay. All right. We got to go play of the week. We gotta, we're moving we a little hurry. slow. I'm fixing well, my hat. <laughs> Lou's taking a nap over there. Lou is in the dog, Lou. Shout out to the guy that just tagged me. Shout out to Case Hits underscore Reed for tagging me in a post by BR Gridiron. Says Kirk, Kirk Cousins now owns the worst what, worst record in the league for NFL games on Monday nights. He is 2-10. Yikes. Hate to see it. Jeez. He's 2-10? Yep. The lights, like Lou said, lights come on. Lights come on. It's over for Kirk every single every single time. IJ, right, play of the week. Where are we at? Oh, my God. What is this? Josh Allen here. Whoa, this could be good. All right. This is from Esteban Cards. I like this already. Kyle Pitts. We didn't Jay, talk about him. Jay, can we blow it up here? Or, I mean, trying to show us what's coming up or. Yeah. Can you do the uh, present feature, Jay? There you go. Jay, I mean. He's got it. Hang on. Give him a second. But we, I saw Kyle Pitts there. Kyle Pitts is another one where everyone was like super excited. He's kind of part of the danger of position players. People were in love yeah. with that guy. Kyle Pitts he's is not good, even though. in the offense. Yeah. Yeah, Arthur Smith there. said this is not fantasy football. I'm trying yeah, to win. I saw that. He's using him as a run Drake blocker. London looks good, though. Wait, really? Yeah, Kyle Pitts is like a run blocker. Eat it, Kyle Pitts. It's kind uh, of like my guy. Um, nah, we got to go, brother. Mike Kosicki. Yes. True. Uh, Esteban cards. On August 8th, I bought two Josh Allen cards for 1225. Chronicles rookie auto at a 25 PSA 10 and an Allen base optic 9. Figured it was a good deal considering what other Josh Allen PSA 10s were doing. A few weeks later, as I was scrolling Facebook, I noticed somebody recently hit the Kyle Pitts optic one-of-one gold vinyl in a break and was looking to sell or trade it. He asked 
for 2.6K trade valuation on it. And after doing some research, I noticed that seemed pretty cheap considering the Prism Black 101 did nearly 5.5K. I messaged him and we began talking and he had interest in the two Josh Allen cards I had recently bought. We ended up doing a deal for the two Allens. After receiving the Kyle Pitts, I did some digging and was able to find a Kyle Pitts super collector on Instagram. He had the Black Prism 101 and the Select Arcs or CR 101. We ended up getting a deal done for 4,000 PayPal. After fees, I made just about 2.5K. Cards with no comps can be tough, but if you do your research, you can make some really nice plays. I love it. Couldn't agree more. It's a great play. That is a great play. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Kyle Pitts guy in the world, but if you know what you're doing on that, you feel great about it, then it's a smart play. Getting rid of Josh Allen, smart play. That guy stinks. (laughs) That's what the... That's a worse take than any of my takes. And I have some terrible all-time takes. But Josh Allen, I hate the Bills. Hate the Bills. Do not want to see them win. They're they're good. Yes. This is a good play. Great play. I'm totally joking. All right, next play, Jay. Whoa. Jay found the longest ones again this week. Uh, uh, Alec Thimson uh, says, hey, guys. Uh, this is a play that dates back over a year. I bought a CD Lamb gold rookie out of 10 mosaic for 650 on auction through whatnot in June of 2021. I know it had a big market considering it was a Cowboys rookie and gold was already hot at this point. I then ended up pulling off a trade on Facebook in December of last year and received the following three cards for the CD. The Tua out of 99 rookie ticket auto from Contenders Optic HGA9, Kyler HGA9 rookie laser prism, and a raw Justin Herbert optic rookie. It's a hollow. Decided to crack the Tua slab because I like the subgrades and the Herbert looked clean. So I sent them both to PSA in April when prices were $50 a card for a total of about $115. A PC Kyler, so I haven't decided if I'll crack that or submit to PSA on to submit to PSA later or keep it as is. Thankfully, the Tua came back a gem and the Herbert came back a nine. I've held the card since uh since then until the until finally selling just before the start of the season. I was able to sell the Tua for $2,025 cash after fees. And I sold the Herbert for two thirty cash on Facebook. It was a long process, but all in all, I netted fourteen ninety and still have the Kyler PC rookie to show for it. Happy that I trusted the process and sold at what I hope to be the right time. Thanks for reading. Keep doing what you're doing, AT. Love it, uh, Ryan. I just wanted to let you know that Jay told me about this submission beforehand, and I said I want the longest possible one for Ryan to read this week on the show. <laughs> this is a shout fire play. Out, shout out to you. Luke. This is a really fire Great play. play. Facebook is where it's at. I definitely, I'm not saying, I'm going to preface. This does not mean it isn't every, every card, you know, every card situation. It's certainly case by case basis, but some of the other grading companies that are not PSA sell for a fraction, a fraction of what PSA graded cards sell for in nines or tens. An HGA nine just got bumped to a PSA 10. That is a substantial price increase, whether it was whenever, whenever he bought it or now. That's still a substantial price increase. HGA nine does not sell like a PSA ten does, and PSA has earned that. But it, it it is intriguing that somebody would crack an HGA nine and get a PSA ten on it. That again, not every card. It's certainly case by case. Some cards are probably overgraded, but means that there is opportunity out there on certain cards in certain situations. Yep. I think we've always said that. People have their own feelings in HGA, but they've definitely graded tougher than PSA for sure. So buy the card, not the grade. That's right. Uh, Quick intermission in between plays. Shout out. Sounds like PK Subban 
is retiring from the NHL. Keith Yandel, I saw too. Along with uh, Chara. Yandel is? Yeah. What is this? Just, just like a just mass retirement What's going, going down. <laughs> Yandel was a, a, at one time a key acquisition for the Rangers. That's true. Chara is Chara. And literally is like the O'Neill Cruz of hockey. And then P.K. Subban was just a legendary player. So let's keep going. All right, sports.cards.ct. I bought an Edgar Cuero orange raw Bowman Chrome Auto for $120 and graded for $50 at the economy level. I bought it at the beginning of the season after he strung a couple good weeks together. Sub popped, and I got a PSA 10. Ended up selling for $24.50. My best ROI yet. This is incredible. Yeah, but I that's all day. I don't follow Bowman enough, so I would love to hear in like IG or Twitter um, yeah. for, from like a baseball fan. But this is 2022 Bowman's, right? So when Bowman first comes out and there's a batter auto, is it common to sell a batter orange auto at a 25 for $120? That seems low. Again, I do not mess with baseball products. That like, does seem low. I just looked this thing. guy up. This guy is a pretty low-ranked prospect. He's the seventh-ranked prospect for the Angels. I don't see him even on a top 100 list anywhere, so that, that would make sense why it's 120. Gotcha. I just wasn't sure if like an orange auto to 25, but this guy's going to sell for like 500 out of the gate. Like, I don't know, but 120 doesn't seem bad for an orange auto. Like that's what a lot of people want. It um, sold raw for 1025. Yeah. I mean, this also came out before the season started. So this is five, six months ago. A lot can happen in that time. I don't know anything yeah. about this dude, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. It's a great job. All right. Next play. Sportscard.ct. Nice play. This is for underscore DMB underscore. This is David. He says, in October 2020, I bought these two Bowman Chrome Oswald Peraza. First Bowman Peraza. autos on eBay. Peraza. Uh, one was a purple at a 250. The other was a blue mojo at a 150. Fees and shipping total came out to 189. And the cards delivered to my house in the beautiful state of New Jersey. Let's go. I sent both cards off to PSA and they both came back tens a year later. Peraza, right? Peraza. Yep. Peraza. Whatever. Peraza was one of the Yankees' top 10 prospects at the time and had impressive numbers in the lower levels of the minors. Still, he wasn't considered one of the big names in the product at the time of release and felt like his stuff was undervalued. Earlier this season, I was able to sell the Purple for 500 in a Bowman Facebook group, and last week I sold the Blue Mojo for 565 on eBay. After grading in eBay, my total profit on the cards was $752.81. Proper. Proper. Um, he's Peraza has come up to the Yankees now. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the right one. Yeah. So his uh, Waldo Peraza has come up to the Yankees. He was part of this group of younger players that the fans were dying to get called up. So it makes sense why the numbers got so high on him, right? Like people were like, just get this guy up, just get this guy up, get this guy up. He finally comes up. Um, and now he was succeeding a little bit. So it's a great job. I'm not sure if he sold before he came up or it was just part of that hype, but. That's where the Oswaldo Peraza hype has come from. Looks like he just recently sold it because he said it was September 14th. Yeah, so that was after he had come up. That's a two-year play. It's a great job. Respect the two-year play. He's probably a Yankee fan, lives in Jersey, is buying Yankees prospects. That's what you do. That's why I have a bunch of Jeremy Pena autos for no reason. <laughs> All right, next play, Jay. Matty B. Cards. Hey, guys, my name's Matt. My Instagram is Matty B. Cards. I'm I have Matt. an awesome play of the week. I recently went to a flea market in Lancaster called the Green Dragon. I found a table that had some old packs, and I started doing some research on the, some of these packs. I stumbled across an 04 Fleer Ultra WNBA sealed pack for 5 bucks. I saw that they were going for $50 on eBay, so I took a chance. 
decided to open it and don't know too much about the WNBA, but I pulled a rookie of Diana Taurasi, which came, which I come to find out is a WNBA great. Yeah. Decided to post it on eBay for seven days. It sold for $280 and one cent was beyond happy to see it sold for that much after fees and taxes. I was able to profit two thirty five fifty one. And Maddie did say it was on the Bay for seven days. Love when they call it the Bay. Yeah. <laughs> just on the Bay. <laughs> Sitting on a dog in the Bay. This um, is an epic play. I mean, this is almost like this is a 50X play. It's a five to 235. Yeah, that's insane. Absolutely love it. It's phenomenal. That's a good job. Like, you're just looking around at the show looking for opportunities. I'm definitely time. surprised that Diana Taurasi Flair Ultra Rookie sells for $280. That's legend. wild. Legend. Yeah, the legend. It's even it's just on fire. Yeah, sure. Legend, right? Look up any QB's Flair. Brady. I don't know if Brady Flair Ultra Rookie sells for There might not be other rookies of her, of her though, right? Okay, like, that, might be, that might be a different take, but I think Diana Taurasi has other cards. Doesn't, doesn't she have Rittenhouse autos? I'm looking right now. I don't I think see Rittenhouse is one of the bigger WNBA products. It's very, very limited. A PSA seven did 297 on this card the other day. Wow. 330, 300, 350, 300. Like, Consistently. It's a big time card. How many WA? Yeah, that's a great point. She doesn't have a ton of rookies. It's probably not a ton printed. Like, it's a great idea. Definitely a future value box play right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're climbing through, yeah, for sure. All right, next play. Yeah, or Candace Court. Those would be the three. Another right. lacrosse. Slot, Let's go. Slock exchange. This is a heavy card talk influence play. Let's I go, go to my monthly show and I love going through value boxes. I frequent a dealer who often brings great numbered auto or relic $3 value boxes. This past month, I grabbed 19 cards and talked them down to an even 50 bucks. One of the relics in there was an Allen and Ginner Lyle Thompson lacrosse card with a cool multicolor patch. I remember hearing Tyler pump up the lax market and thought this is a good chance for me to lean in or to learn about it and maybe make some money. Once I got home, I listed the cards on eBay and found out a one color patch had sold for 50 bucks. Earlier this year with no current relics listed, I put it up for $199 and instantly got $85 and $100 offers, but I decided to hold out. I posted a piece of the content about the card on Twitter and had a collector reach out interest in the card. Smart. After back and forth, we sold for 150. He's a big lacrosse collector, and while I think I could have waited and gotten more, I feel like it's good going to a good home, and there's some meat left on the bone if he chooses to grade or sell it. Love the pod and appreciate the peripheral sport insight. Not from Ohio. Let's go. Left a little meat on the bone. Yeah, this is, this is another value. This is a great What's value up? box play. Hey. I don't even know who Lyle Thompson is. Filthy. Absolutely. Legend. Absolutely filthy play. That is a sick patch. Yeah. I'd have bought it just for the patch. My gut is, and I'm going to, oh, I don't want to butcher this. Lyle is, just want to get his background right. These cards are expensive. Oh my god! A PSA six patch of him sold for one hundred and twenty-five bucks. I don't want to get it. There's so much out there, guys. It's like unbelievable. It never ends. He grew up uh, in the Onondaga Nation, uh, New York. He is he and his and his brothers. Uh, I'm from Native American background. Play the game a lot differently and are like. Huh absolutely that's cool dominant in every aspect uh 
my gut says what because what magic? and lacrosse is historically it's an indigenous Correct. game so Correct. that's interesting that's cool uh and i'm wondering if that patch is from his national team it's possible which is fire either way cool play i don't want to you know yeah that's Agreed. a great job not from Ohio. I also like that. All right. Icy Ice Cards. Went to a 40-table show about an hour away from me last year. Somebody had an 86 Fleer near complete set, only missing the Jordans. Cards looked super clean. So, I, so clean that I thought there were many nines and maybe even a 10. Negotiated him down to about 60% of his list price and bought the set for two grand. Ended up sending the entire set to PSA around $11 a card. I recently got back the set and got 58 nines, 30-ish eights, and a 10. I was into the set at just higher than five grand. When I posted the Alvin Adams PSA 10, I had no idea how card, hard this card was to 10. I ended up selling the card for 5250 to an 86 Fleer set collector. This meant that I was profit with almost 100 slabs left. I was happy to help him add one to his set and asked which of the cards he needed. During my trip to Dallas, I found the Elagio PSA 10 and middleman the deal to collect a finder's fee. I'm sending the rest of the Fleer cards out for consignment to take the profits, and I'm excited to continue the search for more Fleer PSA 10s to hopefully collect some more finder's fees. It's crazy how one PSA 10 grade can lead to many more opportunities. That's Smart. pretty good. That's pretty good. An Alvin Adams 10, that's crazy. 5,200. I mean, iconic set. Yeah, iconic set. If, you don't, if you're not aware, people are constantly searching for PSA 10s. The most random guys in the set sell for this much money in PSA 10s because it's so hard to get them. Um, just a smart idea. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. During my trip to Dallas, I found the Elijah PSA 10 and middleman the deal to collect the finder's fee. Smart. I, lo- I really like that. Right. Do you engage in, in – and what I, what I mean by that, the finder's fee is is whatever. What I mean by that is the relationship of buying and selling and knowing what people are collecting and being able to essentially have customers and build relationships and help them out. That's pretty, I, I like that. Yeah. It's for us. It's more of like if I was going to a show and I saw a Micah Parsons logo, one-on-one Penn state patch, I'd buy it and send it to you because you and I are friends and I know what that would mean to you. Yeah. Right. Like, so I have friends in the industry that like, um, you know, know somebody that has a relationship with Tyree kill. And when the Tyree kill one of one Super Bowl ticket popped up, sent him the link. Hey, cool. He got it done yep. deal. Like I, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's That's not really like an, op- an open book. Like, Hey, reach out here. If you're looking for it, like we just see so much inventory. It's the, the list is like, it, it's not something we spend a lot of time on right or wrong. Right. I'm not yep. here to argue that there's not potential in that. It's just not what we choose to spend a lot of time on. I mean, more of what you were saying, like my gut says, this person doesn't yeah, have it's as, like the, isn't running a business that you are and whatever. Yeah, it's like, like the Mark Sanchez one on one shield I, I gave Lou, right? It's like iconic. when that card comes up, I'm like, it's not worth buying this for a hundred and selling it for two hundred. It's just worth sending it to Lou. Like that's cool. Like that's more of the experience. Like the yeah. the 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 memory and the story behind the cards is more cool than like buying and selling the cards. Yep. So stuff like that's cool. You're uh you you your story from this past weekend on the field at Ohio State King. Yeah, with Corey Dennis. That was, yeah, that uh, was really cool. Yeah, that was unique. That was a super cool experience, right? It's as someone that cares more about Ohio State football probably than sports cards. It's I enjoy Ohio State a ton. So, you know, Corey was involved with training Haskins when he was at Ohio State. Um, so I know 
you know, he got to work with him every day and I know what like Haskins meant to, to Corey. So to be able to get something like that, it was cool. It was really, nice. really cool opportunity. Jay, we got any more? I think that was the last one. Yeah. That's pretty good. This is a really this good, was a good play. This yeah. was a good week. Any of these could, any of these could win. Like this is probably one of the hardest decisions I've had to make. These are all really good plays. <laughs> I'll go first. I'm going to go with Diana Taurasi. Like a $5 yeah. play. You see on eBay, it's 50. You rip it open. You see how often that card's selling for that much. That's a good play. I'm going to go with Lyle Thompson play. It's a good pick, too. I, I yeah, I mean, I, any of them. Flip a coin. Like, this is really, really good. Yeah, make a decision. Um, so, is what you don't – I don't know if you guys know this. So, this is this – is, I'll, I'll preface this. Lancaster, where the Diana Taurasi is found, is an Ohio town. Okay. So un- unless it's not Ohio, like no, I would not. love it's to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm going Lancaster, Ohio on this. Mm-hmm. Go back to that person's like, name. Like, like, either person's either way, I'm not picking that. I was just ho- like I was hoping that's Ohio. Got it, but it's Lancaster, Pennsylvania. The Lyle Thompson is the is the play. That's cool. The value box, the Allen and Ginner patch, like. Flipping this, leaving meat on the bone, selling it to a mm-hmm. collector, like Lyle Thompson for sure. Uh-huh. So cool. I would, uh, I would, as much as I was hoping the Lancaster play was an Ohio play, the Lyle Thompson is the correct play. That's, that's, that's the best play. Let's go. I'm posting that. I need this video in feed on my Instagram. That's a big play for the little cross fan. Yeah, Ty, you're right. It's in uh, the Green Dragon market, is a flea market in Ephrata, PA. Yeah, I was totally. I just googled there. Clearly, is a Lancaster, Ohio. I I just came with enough fire to Dang make it, it reality. But, it was, but Lancaster, <laughs> Ohio, no one's ever heard of Lancaster, PA. Yeah, it's like, Lancaster, uh, it's Lancaster, yeah. Lancaster. And this guy goes to the Fishtown show. He's clearly a Pennsylvania guy. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Either way, I was hoping it was Lancaster, Ohio. But the Lau Thompson is is the play. That's that's the play. There was a lot of good ones this week. That was, that was a lot of good plays. And um, because we didn't really talk about it on the show, we did a box break this morning just before recording for Play of the Week winners. Um, we had two Marvel Metal Universe boxes. I ripped one very amateurishly. Ryan whipped, ripped one like a pro. We pulled out a couple. That Light FX card is sweet. And then I think you – did you go PMG? Yeah, Red yeah. Cosmic Spider-Man, which is a big card. Yeah. We did it per pack, so 24 winners all got a pack. Um, so shout wrote, out to those people that have continued to win Play of the Week. Adam Moore was in there, uh, who is one Play of the Week, and mentioned that when we did a V Friends break, we gave away all the cards in that. He sold his for $800. Another so guy sold another one for 35 There are some cool things with uh, winning Play of the Week. So shout out to everybody who continues to submit plays. Appreciate y'all. We'll keep that coming. That's all I got for now, guys. Uh, do we? Is there anything being released? Gold standard football. Gold standard football. That's it. Yep. Nice. All right. Sweet. Fun show. Fun show. Peace and love. We'll be back soon. See you. See you guys. Bye. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen, and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com, and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.